Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Now, the story here, of course, is the economy and what's been going on. Watching the markets this morning, they're like, what, what, you having a problem? Pity. Dow is up 546. NASDAQ is up 342. I'd love to see that kind of play out for the rest of America. It's not. People in their 401ks are into the tens of thousands that have been lost. I want this economy to do better. I don't win anything because there's a problem. I've never needed that in, in, in regards to noting Joe Biden is a problematic president, a problematic politician. All I need him to do is stand behind one more young girl and be inappropriate. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, what's going on? 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669, com. You want to get involved in what we do. I don't know if you saw this. He was in Irvine. He was doing a fundraiser. And uh, there's this young girl, teenager of, of some kind, and he's at this event and taking pictures. And the next thing you know, he's got his hand on her shoulder, and, he, and he's giving a... He's giving life advice and dating advice. So you think, you know, in the main, she's excited taking a picture with with the president of the United States. And then he's like, hey, uh, let me get in real close. Now, very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30s. No No serious guys in your 30s. Don't keep that in mind. The level of inappropriate is through the roof. And I don't even think it's necessarily bad advice. But you don't get to give it to some kid you don't know. Why would you say that? Because he thinks anything he says is just sensational. He is convinced that anything he says is absolutely fantastic and terrific. He has no concept of what a creep he sounds like. How about the creeps that make up the entirety of the administration when we talk about financial policy? Because that is what they are. I mean, this is hatred of the American people right here. So if one looks month on month, it was actually flat. Uh, so again, a lot of the reason why core inflation increased was because of housing costs and medical costs. Yeah. And are you saying that we don't have to worry about it because it was only housing costs and medical costs? Well, this is an economic advisor to Biden. In uh, talking on CNN. Why? How is that supposed to make anybody feel better? Oh, if housing came down, everything would be okay. It wouldn't be okay. It hasn't changed the fact that food is up 14.1%. Where was that story? Where, Where is it? Hold on. Hold on. Here it is. 
Sorry, sunflowers, war, and drought. Why the price of margarine and butter spiked 32%. This is a headline over there at CNBC. I knew I saw it. Do you think anybody wants to hear about, well, if it wasn't for housing, we'd all be okay. We wouldn't be okay. Core inflation is 6.6%, the highest in 40 years. That's 1982, for those of you playing the home game. You add in food and energy, which they often exclude because they're so volatile, and it's 8.2%. Food is up 14.1%. What's your... What is your argument? By the way, as, as for the 401k, I, I wasn't joking. Since President Biden took office, monthly savings have collapsed, falling 83%. The average 401k plan had over $135,000 at the start of this year. Today, those assets have shrunk on average to about $101,000. In other words, the average 401k plan is down about 34 thousand dollars more than 25 percent in less than one year this is why i'm not even looking i'm not i'm not going to look i'm just going to think of other ways and think of other plans none of us are are, are left out here we're, we're all feeling it yet the administration keeps pushing back at us with this almost belief of how dare you as how dare we notice that things are bad that things are problematic that things are rough that is stunning but it's now become the everyday it has become the standard and I get why when I look at, at, at social media feeds or I take a look at some of my sources, everyone, everywhere, everyone, everywhere wants to focus on Kanye. They want to focus on uh, uh, the election. Oh, January 6th. No, I'm going to focus on the economy. And I'm going to focus on how there are people who support Biden and work with him, the same woman, part of the economic team, who wants to tell you, well... Viewers, some of the other data points uh, that they deal with every single day. The price of eggs has gone up more than 30%. Gas, chicken, coffee, milk, bread have all gone up significantly. These are real kitchen table issues for Americans. Absolutely. And the price of food is part of our inflation challenge. Uh, and again, uh, we are focused on it to the best of our abilities. Part of the challenge for food is actually through energy. And so Putin's war against Ukraine, uh, where he has weaponized natural gas, he's weaponized energy, shows up in food prices as well, because energy is a big component of fertilizer. We have been working to ease ports, which actually helps uh, to ensure that uh, farmers are able to export their products and by the way, I should note her name. It's Cecilia Rouse. Uh, she is the chair of the White House Council of Economic Advisors. Who wants you to know the only reason things are bad is Putin's war in Ukraine. That is a tremendous amount of hate. Continuing to push the same old of the same old of the same old. Continuing. To say to you, you see, if it wasn't for him, everything would be fine. 
If it wasn't for him, and you know whose fault it is, uh, it's Trump's fault. Well, I mean, they, they blame everything. I mean, it's just, it's just the way it goes. <laughs> it's just the way it is. This economy is the story, and I will be good and, and, and wholly damned if I consider letting this go by the wayside. If I consider not noticing and, and not sharing it. People are desperate to, to, to move conversations and move things around. No. No, 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 no. We are absolutely focused like a laser on what the problem is. And so much of the problem is the spending. We still have a, 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 a White House, a, a political party that won't understand, that refuses to understand that spending is the issue. You want to talk about gas prices being the issue and, and this uh, administration when it comes to uh, how, how it deals with, with energy? Absolutely. Fox Business reporting that there's a mathematical glitch in their oil and gas permitting review process that's causing the backlog, which means you can't get people approved to start looking for energy. It's called the National Marine Fisheries Service. They determine wildlife impacts of offshore energy projects. And back in April, they said, look, we're, we've, we've got a, a, a faulty model, and that's created some issues with delays. And they have not done anything to fix it. There's a math glitch. They have this rule about how to analyze wildlife uh, and in relationship to oil and gas permitting. But a year after the rules finalized, finalized, there is now this massive permitting backlog. People are like, "Well, change the the, the math. What's wrong with you?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll get a, we'll get around to it." As we have discussed more than once, we are producing less energy than we did under Trump. This could be one of the many, many, many reasons why. And then you'll have people say, well, we're a net exporter. What, 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 if we're exporting less, is, does it matter? Does it matter? You don't want to talk about oil and gas? Let's talk about uh, the American family. Let's talk about Midwest Main Street. Heritage Foundation engages uh, an investigation, an economist by the name of E.J. Antoni. The analysis shows that the average American worker has seen annual wages decrease by $3,000. So if you got a, two members of a family working, they've lost $6,000 in annual wages due to inflation. So that's the wages lost. That is not about what else it's costing them on the other side. We're talking about just flat-out buying power here. These are the things. I'm not going to let them just, you know, be pushed aside. No chance. 
And I'm not going to pretend that when Joe Biden decides to say, well, you know, uh, if you think it's, it's bad now, well, you, you vote for those, you vote for those wascally Republicans and it's all going to be bur- worse. Oh my gosh. Republicans are going to make everything worse when it comes uh, to it, to inflation. They, those, those, those people, they can't, you know, I mean, by those people, they can't be trusted. No how and no way. Not a single penny. No, I mean it. Not a single penny. Is that if you taste Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse. It's that simple. No proof. Just fear mongering. It's a despicable, despicable group of people. They're spending their policies, and when they don't want to address it and it can't be avoided, Republicans bad. Earlier, I was talking about how uh, the political left wants to say the the Republicans don't have any principles. Well, I'm sure you can find some Republicans who don't have principles. I'm pretty sure that's true. But I only have to look so far as Joe Biden. Fear-mongering on the economy that is his fault and his party's fault. But saying, oh, you vote for Republicans, it'll be worse. Elected officials should be much louder about what a low-class guy Joe always has been and continues to be. I'm Tony Katz. Was it a mistake in so many states and so many localities uh, to see schools closed as long as they were? I think in some case, I I don't want to use the word mistake, John, because if I do, it gets taken out of the context that you're asking me the question on. Well, did, was it, did we pay too high a price? Yeah, I would say that what we should realize and have realized that there will be deleterious collateral consequences when you do something like that. This idea that this virus doesn't afflict children is not so. It does. We've lost close to 1,500 kids so far. But but much less than the older population, obviously. Oh, of course. But you shouldn't discount that it does afflict children. So it isn't without consequences. If you go back, and I ask anybody to go back over the number of times that I've said we've got to do everything we can to keep the schools open, no one plays that clip. Well, if, if you were saying it, Dr. Fauci... Maybe there was an issue with whom to whom you were saying it. Maybe it wasn't loud enough. Now, I can remember Fauci talking about open schools, but I can also discuss the amount of times Fauci was this subject and that subject and changing it this way and morphing it this way. And then he was like, sorry, guys, I have no more time to talk. I have to go do a photo shoot. Loves them photo shoots. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything, TonyCats.locals.com. But what I find most bothersome, amongst all the things I find bothersome about Dr. Fauci, is that he refuses to take any criticism. He, 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 he won't take any, he refuses to listen to criticism. He won't take any responsibility. They always come back and say Fauci was responsible for closing schools. I had nothing yeah. to do. I mean, you're, I you're, mean you're, let's you're, get down to the facts. You're, you're not the head of a school board. <laughs> exactly. But, but, but a lot of schools were 
were closed. A lot of there was a lot of remote learning. Right. It went on for, for in some in some jurisdictions for the better part of two years. Right. Exactly. And we've seen the impact. We've seen what's happened in terms of lower reading scores, lower Absolutely. math scores. I mean, who knows the psychological impact? Right. I mean, it was a steep cost. It was. The most important thing is to protect the children. So, is there a lesson here? Future pandemics. The one thing is, is, is more of a focus on that, is how can we protect the kids and get them back to school? Exactly. More do both. And the way you do that, you get the people who interact with the children to be vaccinated and masked. You provide ventilation in the schools. You try to keep them in the schools safely. The most important thing is to protect the children. How long? Protect the children, even if it destroys them. You're not making sense. Ventilation, though, funny, that got said on this very show. Didn't, did we or did we not say stop giving out masks and start handing out coats? Open the windows. Yeah, it'll be chilly, but that airflow, that's what we're talking about. That's what matters. You move that stuff through and you're not going to see that many kids with COVID. And schools were safer and schools always should have been opened. As we said from the beginning, you don't shut down society to save society. That is not what Dr. Fauci believed. His, he's screaming safety first, safety of the children first. To what effect? To what deleterious effect? Yes, we kept the schools closed and that kept the kids alive. They're schmucks now. I mean, they're the dumbest damn fools you ever did see. The kids today, total morons. But they're alive. It is so imperative that we are the ones who are like, yeah, we don't listen to this anymore. And we don't let doctors set policy. And any time a government official abdicates their responsibility to a doctor, we fire that government official on the spot. And then we elect somebody else. Don't give up. You don't give up on the citizens who elected you because some doctor says something. Oh, yes, that is the doctor's opinion on COVID. You should listen to that. Uh, The businesses are open. The schools are open. Stay safe, everybody. And then you put out proper factual information day in and day out. Lockdowns help nothing. No one was better. We didn't save lives. And that's criticism. That's fair of Dr. Fauci, whether he wants to take it or not. When does this guy retire? Soon, I hope. This is Tony Katz today. So let me try and make sense of this whole Bubba Wallace when I was thing going on. Old, Only because someone's going to tell me that if you note that Bubba Wallace attacked another driver, you're a racist. That's going to happen, and that's the only reason I'm talking NASCAR right now. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Guys, so good to do this thing. Find everything, TonyCats.Locals.com, TonyCats.Locals.com. Bubba Wallace, remember in the news a few years back, because somebody left a noose in his garage. It wasn't a noose. It just wasn't a noose. That's, that's not what it was. It was how somebody tied the end of a, of a, of a string of a rope and connected to, uh, I think it was the actual garage door. It, was, it had always been like that, and it was there, and then he takes the garage, and oh, my gosh. Well, what went down uh, the the other day, this was out in Las Vegas, is that um, 
Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace, they make contact. Three. Big battle off of turn four here. The oh, and into the wall the goes Bubba Wallace. Oh. And it comes back across the track, tags the five. They're both in the wall, the caution comes out. Now, that doesn't tell the story. They're in turn three, let's say. Turn four, sorry. And Larson has the inside. Wallace has the outside. He's between Larson and the wall. And Larson, listen, this is an Indy car. There there is some bump and rubbing and, 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 and pushing that goes on in NASCAR. Larson has Bubba Wallace up against the wall. Right side of his vehicle, up against the wall. That happens. He's trying to make a pass, trying to make a move, whatever the case may be. Uh, Some people, uh, for example, over at uh, the uh, Auto Racing Digest part of Sports Illustrated, referred to it as getting pinched. Getting pinched up along the wall by an opponent as part of NASCAR NASCAR racing. And that's the way it is. So the, the contact made... As I watch Big it right here, here. The oh, is a bit minimal. It's uh, Larson coming in. Uh, Wallace ends up like hitting the wall and comes back down. No place else to go. And then it's very obvious that Bubba Wallace looks to spin out Kyle Larson. Oh, goes Bubba Wallace. Oh. And he comes back across the track. Followed him across the track to the inside of the track to hit him. It's, it's not even debatable. It's right there. Oh, and into the wall goes Bubba Wallace. And he comes back across the track, tags the five. They're both in the wall, the caution comes out. Now, you could argue that Wallace had lost control of the vehicle. There was something else going on with the steering. I guess it's possible. It, it doesn't seem to be the case. It doesn't seem to be the case in here. So they both go a-spinning. Right? They both go spinning, and they uh, end up getting out of the vehicles. Wallace gets out of his right there on the track. He's got the McDonald's logos everywhere. He's just walking casually. Walking casually towards Larson's car. That's what he's doing. Walking casually towards Larson's car. When he does, he gets there. And he starts trying to start a fight with Kyle Larson. Now, Larson doesn't want any of this. In this situation, Larson is Chris Rock. He's going to take the abuse. But Wallace is shoving him, pushing on him every which way. I mean, Wallace dove right at him. Wallace then pushes him again and again and again. That's four. Larson trying to keep him off him. That's six. Then here comes an official to separate them. And I believe the official official got pushed as well. So the argument is, what do you do about something like this? And the answer is, it seems that He's going to get fined and that he should get fined because it wasn't that he wasn't just, you know, upset. He went after a driver. 
There was plenty of chances to turn around. You could have just yelled at him. You pushed on him repeatedly, and the guy was like, I don't want any part of this, and you kept going. Now, the question before us is, how is this now going to get played? How will we see this play out? Are we going to be told that there's something we have to accept from a black driver? And you say to me, Tony, no one's going to say that. I'm going to say to you, people are going to say that. That's exactly the problem. If you tell me drivers get angry, drivers get upset, I won't disagree with you. These guys are athletes, they're professional, they're competitive, like everybody else, I have no doubt about it. The point that I make is that we are no longer are allowed just to take this as a conversation about racing. This becomes racial. I don't want it to be. I think based on the video evidence, without knowing if there was something specifically wrong with the car, and then the part two, the the the, the pushing and, and the starting of a fight, which is all Bubba Wallace. Wallace should get fined. And he most probably will. This is I don't think this is what NASCAR really and truly wants. But when people start bringing race into this thing, as they will, the question is, what are we supposed to do with this information? How are we supposed to view it? And I think we're supposed to view it exactly what it is. One driver started a fight with another driver, and therefore, the driver who started the fight is wrong. And the other driver didn't even respond. What will Wallace's punishment be if wallace gets no punishment what does this say to the whole of nascar it would be the same exact message or it should be regardless of the color of skin of bubba wallace tony this whole conversation is nuts why are we even discussing it because the world's gone mad and now i want to see if it's going to stay that way I want to know if people are going to defend Bubba Wallace for his actions because of color of skin, like some might defend based on sexual orientation or religion or all sorts of things. You know, there's been a lot of talk about anti-Semitism. I'm going to get, get into this. There's a difference between Israeli policy and hating on Jews. There's a difference between the two things because I'm a guy who disagrees with Israeli policy. I'm just not hating on Jews. And then there's the double standards that often go along with these things. So I've I've established with this Bubba Wallace story that what I want to see is the punishment. And if the punishment is, is somehow limited, exactly how much does race play into these things? Because we have seen time and again and again, we saw this from the New York Times, a black man try, hits a woman with a stick, I think it was in Central Park, hits her dog with this stick and kills the dog. The New York Times wonders, you know, social justice, what else are we supposed to put this man through? He killed a dog. It is not more of a crime or less of a crime because of the person perpetrating it or the person it is perpetrated against. You hear me talk about this with hate crimes all the time. 
It is not more of a crime or less of a crime. It is what it is. And if NASCAR doesn't go about punishing Bubba Wallace, they're saying something to white drivers. They're saying something to society writ large. When Bubba Wallace was clearly in the wrong, at least it looks like on the driving side and clearly in, in, in the fight. My bother spot, for I guess that's my new word, is that I can't believe that I have to actually go through this. But you have to because people judge on these things. They're engaged on these things. They think there should be different rules on these things and there should not be. Bubba Wallace is a driver and the rules apply. And anybody thinks that he's more of a driver or less than a driver is out of their head. I think it's viewed as one guy attacking another guy when he should have just walked away. Now, as for this anti-Semitism conversation, well, it's a tale of two stories. One is and one isn't. I have that for you coming up. I'm Tony Katz. So now let's get into this anti-Semitism conversation. Kanye West or Donald Trump, who's the bigger anti-Semite? Yes, I know. It is America's favorite game. I hate Illinois Nazis. No, not that one. America's favorite game, who hates the Jews more? See, Jews in space. All right, that's enough of that. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. No, I said enough. Oh. This is not necessary. Come on now. I hear Kanye is going to sample that for his next album. This conversation is gone just off the rails. Kanye is what he is. I I didn't know this about the dude. I didn't know he had a real problem with Jews and the Jewish media. And, and if you think I'm kidding, if you think I'm kidding. Of is from American Apparel. Okay. But I'm talking about put out my White Lives Matter tee. The White Lives Matter tee don't say nothing. It don't say DEF CON or nothing on it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, put it out. And he's telling me like, yo, I want you to visit the Holocaust Museum. And I was like, yo, I want you to visit Planned Parenthood. That's our Holocaust Museum. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I put my life on this uh-huh. at this point. Because they've been with me too long. Mm-hmm. They, put, they put the crazy narrative out there. My Jewish trainer, Harley Pashenak, who's Lizzo's trainer, right. uh, put it out when I went to the hospital, put it in the press. Oh, I got a bunch of friends that went to the hospital. It didn't go to the press. They did that just like they did in the documentary on the third episode to okay. say, we love Ye like the rest of y'all. We know he a genius like the rest of y'all, but sometimes you got to turn the camera off on them. Right. So they'll go and get a dude that's supposed to be my friend that's been taping me the whole time and buy this out for thirty I, I million dollars. Co- I thought you co-signed that. I ain't co-signed it, but oh. you you get used to that. Paparazzi taking a picture of you. You ain't getting no money off it. Right. You just get used to getting screwed by the Jewish media. Okay, all right. Okay, he is what he is. We caught it last time. We understood it this time. Kanye is what he is. Uh, we made the White Lives Matter tease, mm. and then when I put up the the tweet, the DefCon tweet. Nah, he ain't he ain't releasing the tea because mm. he's Jewish. Mm. And I'm like, see, this is my exact point that I'm. 
You mean you, you, you said you were going to, the, the Jews were toying with you, and the guy who was making your T-shirts was like, I don't want to work with you anymore. All right. That's your exact point? You can't find somebody else to make T-shirts? Sure. If, 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 if you say so. If you say so. Meanwhile, uh, Kanye has uh, now decided he's going to purchase Parler. He's uh he he needs a place where he can engage his free speech, which is fine by me because I don't think he should ever been taken off of Twitter. The guy's a bigot. The guy's a bigot. The guy hates Jews. The guy hates Jews. I don't believe in taking people off of social media platforms. But that Jews control the media's anti-Semitism. That's what that is. Then people are talking about how Trump has engaged in anti-Semitism and he's engaged this idea of, uh, of uh, dual, dual uh, what is it? Dual loyalty. That's it. Dual loyalty. Why? Because he puts out a, a message on his social media platform, Truth Social. And it says, no president has done more for Israel than I have. Somewhat surprisingly, however, our wonderful evangelicals are far more appreciative of this than the people of the Jewish faith, especially those living in the U.S. I guess somehow that is a conversation about dual loyalty, although I got to admit, I think you got to want that one a little bit. He continues, those living in Israel, though, are a different story. Highest approval rating in the world could easily be prime minister. U.S. Jews have to get their act together and appreciate what they have in Israel before it is too late. First, this story is incredible because the press now has to pay attention to Truth Social because anything Trump says immediately has to be discussed. Immediately, you have to go over it. You have to be describing it. You have to be sharing it, the whole thing. They cannot get off the Trump. They can't do it. Like an addict, they just cannot get off the Trump. Neither, by the way, can MSNBC. Yeah, I mean, the, the hypocrisy um, of, of the Republicans uh, is blatantly clear as they are not rushing out to condemn the president who, the former president who knowingly, repeatedly invokes, um, uh, you know, uh, dual loyalty uh, tropes that are harmful and dangerous. As you know, anti-Semitism is on the rise and all of us have a responsibility to condemn it. That's Ilhan Omar saying that Trump's the anti-Semite and we shouldn't allow these things. She's the one who said uh, people, uh, Israel pays off members of Congress uh, uh, to, to, to support it. Uh, the, the Jews and, and, and their money, it's all about the Benjamins. That's her. And she's going to say this about Trump? This is exactly the point I make. This is why I bring up the whole Bubba Wallace conversation. We should break this down just into some real quick points. Number one, saying, hey, Jews, uh, recognize that Israel is important. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, nor do I think there's any dual loyalty with that. Trump has said some dumb, dumb things about Jews before. I don't think this was one of those things. Number two, Kanye West, that is anti-Semitism. Jews control the media. Jews are messing with me. The Jews are the problem. That is clearly messed up anti-Semitism, and you should know it.
There's no comparison between the two. So I bring this up in the same way I brought up the, the Bubba Wallace conversation. In that I want to see how these things are handled. No one's going to notice that Ilhan Omar is lying through her teeth and is a duplicitous fool. And are we really going to look at what Trump said and not ask ourselves, what is he saying? And a difference uh, between, uh, I've been good to Israel, shouldn't you notice? That's not dual loyalty. It's something I would say because it's worth saying. It is absolutely positively worth saying. I don't know why Trump decided to bring it up now. That's an interesting question. Anyway, there's a difference between the two right there. Thought you should all know. More to get to. Find everything. TonyKatz.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today.